Hey, hello everybody. Again. Hello again. Hello, gorgeouses. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Gorgina. Hello, Gorgina Queenas. Hello, <laughs> hello Gorgelina Jolies. <laughs> so we are back. And ugh, I'm sorry, you guys. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. I am sorry. But we ended the last episode and we said, I think we covered it all. And guess what? We didn't, of course. We realized we just spewed mm-hmm. and we didn't address anything that the people demanded to know from us, which was a yeah. lot of stuff. And so we're back with episode 10.5. And I don't, that's what I'm calling it. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Okay. I think that's like a really good description. Okay. I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about funny girl. Yeah. If again. you didn't get it from <laughs> what we just said, we are once again talking, talking about, about funny, funny girl. girl. All right, so we were kind of blowing up on TikTok. A little bit. In the wake of us seeing Leah Michelle's opening night in Funny Girl. We were. Um, we posted a few TikToks that got a lot of likes, mm-hmm. a lot of views, a lot of mm-hmm. noise. Um, but there was one specifically that we, we got to join a hype house. Yeah, we do. <laughs> should we make a Broadway house? It, should we start Does the Broadway exist? hype house? But. We would have a very strict criteria. Yeah. Yeah, if you could get in. <laughs> it would not be easy. No, we would make it very hard. Um, but one of the TikToks that we posted um basically was telling our viewers to ask us any questions that they had about seeing Beanie and seeing Leah because we saw both. We did not see Julie, which we've said before. Um mm-hmm. but people did ask us about Julie and we obviously couldn't speak to that because right we didn't see her um but we thought that with this episode we can do it like a little q a in a way mm-hmm. um we could talk about the questions that we were asked and kind of discuss yeah some other topics that came up a lot in our comments section that we've noticed mm-hmm. because we posted this one tiktok asking if people had questions but even yeah. bef- the reason we posted that was because even before that mm-hmm. a lot of people were just asking a lot of questions in the comments so we thought we would just do like a Q&A episode mm-hmm. to make sure we actually address what needs to be said. Unlike last time where we, I'm not kidding. I cut a part of that episode where we talked about Leah Michelle's bangs for at least 45 minutes. And that's all we're going to say because we're not getting into that again. No, we're not. <laughs> but just know it lasted way longer than it should have. And also know it's not in the episode anymore. We cut it. Oh yeah. So, so you're not going to hear can, about so it. So don't be, don't be like afraid to listen to it yeah we we cut it (laughs) all right so should we just jump right into our first question i think we should should we say any background info like ghost i guess like go stream the other funny girl episode first i guess stream both funny girl episodes oh yeah we have two now (laughs) now we have three this is our third (laughs) so stream both of those yeah the backstory then come over here and we'll give you some answers to things that obviously weren't talked about as much as we would have liked Mm -hmm. the last two episodes right okay so all right um so a lot of people there were a few comments on our tiktoks Mm -hmm. asking this Mm -hmm. and it's what is the biggest difference between beanie and leah that is a very broad question. Right. There's a lot of differences. There are different, and there are differences and we'll get into more specifically like what they actually changed because there were some things that they actually changed mm-hmm. that obviously made it different. But then there were just some differences about their performances that changed 
the experience mm-hmm. of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I feel that the biggest difference was so obviously there's been a lot of talk about how Beanie's voice was just not really up to like the standard of this role and that, you know, everybody is saying that Leah's voice is just like more suited for the role. I feel that the biggest difference with that, especially in the second act, because the second act was essentially written to be a Barbra Streisand concert, pretty much. It's like huge solo after huge solo. And not that many people can do that. Like, that's just not something that is sustainable or that can be like done well like you get bored of the same person singing over and over and it's like hard you can't do all the songs well every night all the time but I also feel because of that especially in the second act the book of the show like the story and the the dialogue and everything is really weak and slow and you don't get a lot of the story from that but you get a lot of the story from the songs and I think that the biggest difference is that when you have a Fanny Bryce who can portray the nuances of the those songs and the emotions behind them and like bring the emotional depth that the book lacks then it becomes an entertaining and interesting show to watch and I think without that in your Fanny Bryce it's a very painfully boring show to sit through I have to say no that's very true and you don't have to do that by singing it like Barbara Streisand and I've been saying that like I don't think you have to sing even as well as Barbara, but I think you have to bring this quality, like this these um, this emotion behind your voice. And I felt that Leah did a really great job in the second act and I didn't feel that it dragged that much. And I felt that you got, we said this in the last episode actually, that we got a lot more of the like nuances of the story this mm-hmm. time around. And part of that is seeing it twice, but also like I've seen the movie five million times and I got, Like, I still didn't get a lot of this from when I saw it the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the biggest difference is that it became an entertaining show. Like, I don't want to say that, but no, but I, I know exactly what you mean. And I definitely feel the same way. Um, But, and I feel like what I think is the biggest difference goes hand in hand with Juliana's point. Um, And I would say that was the star power that. Leah portrayed like in Fanny Bryce Mm -hmm. but I think that has to that has to do with you know being able to put that emotion and like bring the acting like hand in hand with the singing and I have said this before and maybe it is because like Beanie wasn't as comfortable Mm -hmm. with the vocals so you know maybe she was focused on like getting that getting those notes out (laughs) right um so she wasn't as focused uh, on the singing. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I also don't know if that's true. I'm making these assumptions. Right, but that's how it read. <laughs> but that, yeah, exactly. That's how it read to the audience. And Leah was, seemed extremely comfortable. Like she did. She, it seemed like she knew this stuff, like the back of her hand, which I'm sure she obviously does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was really able to bring the acting. She was bringing the emotion and all of those feelings mm-hmm. she really put into the songs. And I, I think that is why the second act didn't seem to drag and right. it was far more interesting, dare I say. 
I yeah, I agree. And I think that goes kind of along with the second question that we had on the list, which a lot of people have been asking is like people say we know she can sing, but is she funny? Mm-hmm. And I think we can answer that along with just her acting in general. Yeah. We can talk about here, but I think and we I mean, I we've been saying this, but first of all, <laughs> you've heard us say this. Before. You've heard us say this, but I I'm I don't understand like where people are saying that from because I think she's more known to be a comedic actress anyway. Like she's so fun. Like on Glee, she's mm-hmm. a, a comedic. Glee is like basically a comedy. Yeah, I would say most no, of it is supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> it was it always? But. No, <laughs> no. But I mean, at least like I would say season one did it. Oh yeah. yeah, and her timing is so good on Glee. And yeah, I mean, she was funny in Scream Queens. We said this already. Yeah, we already said so this. So beyond that. I also feel the reason she was so good was had more to do with her acting than her singing. Yeah. Her singing was amazing and they go hand in hand. Exactly. That's what I, we were talking before mm-hmm. we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I said that I don't know why people think that you either need the acting or you need the singing to like fulfill a mm-hmm. huge Broadway role. Yeah. You obviously need both. Like yeah. that's what musical theater is. Yeah. It's musical theater. It's you need true. both. They and go that, hand in hand. That's what makes it so good too, I think, because as an art form, because it is this it's so amazing how like your acting can really it like if you have the singing without the acting, you're not getting the full story. And if you have the acting without the singing, you're also not getting the full story. Like you really need both. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that was what made it what made her performance so good was more that she didn't just stand up there and sing the songs no but she also like did sing the songs as part of the the story like I don't know it's just they go hand in hand and one thing that I feel like I wasn't expecting from Leah was her physical comedy yeah and I feel like she really brought that she did just maybe physical acting in general like I don't know she was really using her body she was even when she was singing Don't Rain On My Parade, like, limbs were flailing. Yeah. It's like, I just feel like she was really and know, um, bringing it. Y- I thought, like, in You Are Woman, I Am Man, too, that was a really good example yes, of that. Like definitely. The, and the way her and Ramin were playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to answer, like, but was she funny? Yeah. She, <laughs> was she funny? We, like, we laughed, dare I say, more. Yeah. I think... I think I will acknowledge like Beanie was funny. Beanie mm-hmm. had funny moments. Definitely. Like again, we said in the last one, but rat tat tat. Like that was a a moment where Beanie was very funny. That we were worried if like Leah would be funny. Leah would be funny in that song, and she was though. She really was, and she. So she was funny. I I feel that Beanie both of them ha- like their humor is different, and Definitely. they both could work in the context of this show. But the problem even more then like but was she funny which she was and in all the ways that fanny bryce is supposed to be funny but more than that the idea of funny in this show and we talked about this again in the last episode is that it's more about who she is as a person and funny is meant to be more it's meant to be more ironic and it's also meant to be more about how she is like a weirdo Mm -hmm. and like not necessarily that it's a comedy and it's not a comedy it's actually a tragedy and I think 
what I got to from Leah was like this journey that Fanny Bryce goes on Definitely. way more than Beanie. Like I'm, I mean, we don't want to drag Beanie all the time. Like we don't want to keep dragging her into this, but that's the question we've been getting asked. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a huge part of it. Yeah. And also I feel like at least in Leah's version of funny girl, well, I, I think it's supposed to be taken this way. Like, you said funny means kind of like a weirdo and mm-hmm. it doesn't just mean ah, like funny. Right. It has like negative undertones. It to does. It. And I feel that Beanie didn't bring out those. I don't know. I just feel like I didn't realize that mm-hmm. at least when I saw like Beanie's version right. with Leah's portrayal. I, I really that showed a lot more to me. I agree. And I also just want to say that I've been saying that the title is ironic for so long and people still don't get it. Um, well, they obviously don't listen to our they don't podcast. listen to our podcast, and they don't get it, and they're making fools of themselves on TikTok. And I just have to point out that there is a line. The last song, one of the like ending songs, is called "Funny Girl," mm-hmm. and there's literally a line in that song that says, "Funny how it ain't so funny." Like, yeah, they you, literally say they it in plain spell text. out that irony. Yeah. So anyway. That's my, I have said that in every episode about Funny Girl, I think. Plus the one where we didn't even talk, like where it wasn't even about Funny Girl. We just talked about it in the news network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just my two cents. I think that some people, when they go see a Broadway show or see a musical, don't realize like the different layers Mm -hmm. in a story. Right. And I think that is partially the problem. Yeah. But also people aren't as like psychotic as us and <laughs> and <laughs> obsess and dissect head, so. yeah. things. Um, I don't know. But you know when you think of like old timey musical theater, it's like Right. But Funny Girl is not man. that show. No, it's not. And Funny Girl's not even a show that like the like some of those shows like Music Man I know. Like, Oklahoma. I no, that. no, I'm agreeing with you. Like some of those shows I think like can operate on two levels where Mm -hmm. there's like the level where they appeal to tourists who just want to see a fun show but then they also have these undertones that people like us can dissect Mm -hmm. but funny girl i don't even feel works on that first level of like appealing to tourists like because i think think it's boring if you're not dissecting it yeah and i think if you are dissecting it then it's interesting Mm -hmm. and it's but it's not boring if you have somebody who's playing Fanny Bryce who you can't like take your eyes off of. And also who's kind of helping you with the dissecting in a way. Right, exactly. And that also reminds me of something. I just like need to bring up a Glee thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was trying to not do it on this episode. No, it's I brought okay. up Glee so many times. But I there's an interview with um like not Ryan Murphy, but like one of the other Glee creators talking about Rachel Berry and how they were casting her and like what they were looking for when they were casting her and I think it's um it's either Brad Falchuk or like Ian Brennan one of the other two Glee writers and whoever it was was like Rachel Berry like we needed somebody playing her who like is so annoying and makes you so mad but at the same time you just cannot stop watching them Mm -hmm. and like I feel like that's like a good way to describe Leah Michelle. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of a good way to describe, describe Fanny, Fanny Bryce. Bryce. Yeah. I, so that's what I think we were saying that in the last episode that like 
their personas are easily like mm-hmm. meshed. And a lot of Rachel Berry's story on Glee was inspired by Fanny Bryce because mm-hmm. that was how like the genesis of her character was through Ryan Murphy, like talking about that with Leah Michelle. But I think that's like something that is so true about it. And it's like, if you don't have that quality with Fanny, like where you cannot take your eyes off of her, the show doesn't work. Yes. And I don't know. And it's, and, she, but she, at the same time, she's like grating. She's annoying. There's yeah. that whole part where, like, when I was listening to one of the bootlegs, <laughs> and it's that part before Don't Rain on My Parade where she's talking to Florence Ziegfeld and she's like, Stop, like your ulcer's gonna flare up. And he's like, You gave me this ulcer. Yeah. Like, cause she's, yeah, like, she's stressing that man out. Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just think that is something to note. Definitely. Sometimes Glee is applicable. Yeah. A lot of the times. Sometimes. Well, it's always applicable if you are Gleek first, human second. Yeah, of course. Okay, so the next question that we're going to address, and again, a few people brought this up. Well, it's kind of a Mm two-parter. First, did they change anything about the story? Second, did they change anything about the songs? So... No, they didn't change anything about the story. Mm-hmm. The story, like, didn't change. No, did it feel like a different story? Yeah. It honestly did. It did. For, for all those reasons we were just talking yeah, about, too. Which I think we already said. Mm-hmm. But the script was exactly the same. I'm pretty I sure. I believe. There, there were things that happened that I was like, I don't even remember that happening yeah. last time. But I believe that they did. Right. Yeah, I don't think anything really changed in the script. No. Except, I guess, like, except they did. So the, the next part of this question mm-hmm. is, did they change anything about the songs? They did add a song. Mm-hmm. Very short, though, from the movie, just a part of it. It was like a little interlude. Yeah, it's I'd Rather Be Blue. It's what she sings it in the movie when she's in roller skates um, <laughs> after the, like, roller skate rag. And then she comes back out and sings this, like, slower song and they did add some dialogue around that part yeah they added a cute line that was like um i forget who said it if it was fanny bryce or maybe it was eddie was like maybe we should do this on roller skates oh yeah and it was cute it was like kind of an homage to the movie i thought that was that was really cute but they added a little bit of that song i don't really know why did it replace something i actually don't know i don't know i it honestly felt kind of useless to add that. It was kind of useless. I kind of liked it though. No, that it was, it was cute. added. It was I cute. I don't know what. It was like, like a little rehearsal. Like yeah, it was, like it was a little kind rehearsal of a cute number. Moment. And she sounded good singing it, obviously. So yeah, but no, they did not add my man. No, which we already said in our. We already said in the last one. The last they did episode. not add that. Yeah. Despite what people are saying <laughs> and what people have claimed. I don't know claimed. why that hasn't been cleared up yet for but some reason. They did not add my man, and I'm actually glad they didn't. Because it, yeah. the ending was amazing the way it was. It was so great. Um, the They did... I wouldn't say there was much that they changed about the songs. There are some things, like, I thought they might... So Who Are You Now is one song that in the original was a solo, and then they made it a duet with Nick and Fanny. And then 
it's still a duet. I thought they might change that back to a solo oh, really? now, which no. would have been a little shady, but I thought they might do that. But I, I it, loved it. It was really good as a duet this time. It was great. And honestly, I feel like they wouldn't do that to Ramin. No, now they they at this point, no. they wouldn't take something away from him. No. But we said in the last one too that Ramin is like one of the most amazing singers we've ever heard in real He's life. He's so great. And I felt that making that a duet when it was Beanie was almost made it worse because it did it made her it made her look worse it really did like if she didn't sing with him she still wouldn't have like no it would have noticed the problems with her voice but it would have been different yeah he sounds amazing in that song too yeah he he has an incredible voice yeah like like juliana said one of the best literally i'm trying to think of my like top three like men in broadway voices right he's in the top three he, yeah a hundred percent definitely also in in the duet version that they did of this with mm-hmm. now i don't there's like an opt up that leah does that i don't think beanie did no i don't think there's so. this high note that goes crazy towards the end like her and ramin singing together it goes crazy they it's harmonize so, so well together i've listened to the bootleg <laughs> same and and then another thing, there are a couple like little things that they changed in some songs that it's just because it's a different person singing. Mm-hmm. Don't Rain On My Parade is kind of like a mi- mix between the Broadway version and, and like the, the Glee, version. Glee version, which is more like the movie version. Oh. Um, like the ending, the ending like opt-ups that she does on Glee, she does do. Yeah. Um, so there's that. The ending of the music that makes me dance also is different than when Beanie did it. Mm-hmm. Beanie did that like as a quiet, like head voicey, like inner moment. And like at the end of that song, when Leah does it, she just gets out. She stands on that stage and just like wails. Yeah, she and was it's wailing. So, and it's really good. Like that was a it's really effective. good moment. Yeah. So there really weren't that many things changed. Mm-hmm. One thing people have been noticing is that Leah wears a different dress in the finale than Beanie wore. Mm-hmm. And Beanie's dress was like longer and it had long sleeves mm-hmm. and Leah's is like spaghetti strap mm-hmm. and it's, it's like t- a little tighter and shorter. It's not short, but and it's also Julie's dress is different than both of theirs. Hers yes. is like sleeveless, but um, it's like thicker straps. Yeah. And it's more like the dress. It's pretty much the dress Beanie wore just without, without the sleeves. sleeves. Yeah, exactly. And so people on mainly on tiktok i saw people saying that this was something the production did and it was fat phobia Mm -hmm. but somebody who um has like a connection to the costume department did come out and say that they both just actually requested dresses like that and Mm -hmm. i don't know i could see what people are saying and i i understand like if beanie did request a dress like that like i could see why people are upset that like like, somebody feel i don't like she know she feels the need to even do that right but also like we don't want to project on these people like that i feel and i like leah's very small like mm-hmm. I, and like i don't know like as somebody who's short like leah's tiny but yeah. like i'm short and like i don't eat like wearing dresses like with a lot of fabric because mm-hmm. i feel that it's so uncomfortable and like makes me yeah look like a sack and like i could see why leah wouldn't want to wear that dress that mm-hmm. even the one that julie's wearing yeah. because she's really small she's teeny tiny mm-hmm. and like 
that would swallow her up that yeah, dress that's a good point and like beanie looked beanie looked beautiful in that dress mm-hmm. at the end yeah it's i mean it's a gorgeous dress. it is it's gorgeous like red and sparkly and i actually liked the sleeve like i think the sleeves were pretty too and yeah, it and was, honestly it was like to me it looked more for like the time period too yeah honestly it did mm-hmm. and Than leah's yeah and i think i don't know i think when you have they they do that often i mean people have been bringing up and i remember this but like when renee rap mm-hmm. was in mean girls they changed a lot of that. the costumes because of what she felt comfortable in. Yeah, they, they usually cater to the actor's comfortability. Right, and if somebody's wearing something that's not going to be comfortable enough for them to like perform, yeah, to and, the they're gonna, of, like, and they're, they're going to be thinking, thinking about, about what they're wearing, yeah. then they shouldn't wear that. Exactly. And especially with stars that are like names, like they get probably even more of a say, I would think. Definitely. In what they wear. And none of their other costumes were different, I don't think no or they weren't noticeably different mm-hmm. um so for that ending dress i don't feel that it's really that big of a deal especially since someone came out and said that that yeah. was what they both felt comfortable in the masses wanted to know <laughs> what was our favorite song right that's really hard it is really answer, hard honestly but there definitely were some standout numbers there were i feel for I don't know if you're going to pick this as your favorite, and I don't think I'm going to pick this as my favorite either, but I feel like we just have to mention Don't Rain On My Parade. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't going to pick that, but I, I was going to say, like, obviously, that mm-hmm. was a, a standout performance. It really was. It was, like, that was such a highlight, and the energy in the room mm-hmm. was, like, insane. Which was, we touched on we last did. episode. So go listen I mean, to that, that one. that was amazing. It but really it was. was. And it was amazing. Like, she really did deliver. That was what everybody was waiting for her to sing, mm-hmm. and she did deliver. Okay, when I first got home that night, I had most memories of, like, the ending. I was, yeah, me too. But I would say, like, include, I would include the music that makes me dance, because that stood out to me, and then, like, into the finale medley. All right, so it turns out we have the same faves. No, but I have, like, a Dark Horse favorite. Okay. That's, like, coming up as I've been streaming Wait, I think I know you're going to say, I would say it. Cornet yeah, man. I knew you were gonna say it. I knew you were gonna say that it. That was so like not a memorable song to me. Like from even listening to, like, that's not in the movie that song. But I have listened to the original cast recording with Barbara. It's so different on that. But I don't think the way it is on the cast recording is how Barbara even did it in the show because I think they changed it to try to make it be a standalone song more. Mm-hmm. But that song has never been a standout to me and. I thought it was so good when I was watching it and I thought it was it was funny too like it starts with her coming out and it's like her first big performance and she's nervous in the beginning and she's mm-hmm. like not singing full out and then Eddie's there and he's like smile and she's like gets into it and by the end she's like slaying mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wouldn't have said that was my favorite coming out of the show but the more I've been listening to the bootlegs I feel like that song was like made for Leah Michelle to sing. Like it sounds perfect in her voice, I mm-hmm. feel. And it's, I don't know what it is about it, but it just brings so much serotonin to my brain. The way she sings it. No, she really slayed. I it don't know so why. Good. It's like so good. Like I want to listen to it right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but I won't. But I want to. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you kind of said earlier what I was going to pick for my okay. face, which I guess I'm basic. No, it's not basic. <laughs> Actually, I, I would not say that's basic at no. all. So we did touch upon the ending of Funny Girl in 
the last episode and even a little bit already in this about how it's just like you know song after song giving mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand concert mm-hmm. they kind of all like mesh together they usually do. um when I look back on watching Beanie they definitely all mesh together like mm-hmm. I couldn't different differentiate really any song mm-hmm. but I don't know Leah like really she brought the acting like we said before in the last two numbers in the show um the music that makes me dance was it was very beautiful it was it was emotional that was the moment she became Bernadette Peters yes <laughs> Which well, we're well, gonna well, we'll we're gonna address that comment well yeah just move on for now but I just <laughs> I just think she showed such a maturity in those last two numbers I agree um it was I, like I, nothing I had ever seen her done before even like in within the show that yeah. we were sitting and watching she just seemed so much more mature and I don't know the levels of like emotion within those last two numbers I don't know she just really slayed at the end of the day she <laughs> like slayed. that's all we day, have to she say. really slayed she, she brought the house down, she especially did. in the Don't Rain on the Don't Rain Parade, Parade reprise. Oh, yeah. And she's like looking in the mirror again. We, we actually cut this out of the last episode. <laughs> well, we said it a, a million times. So. <laughs> but she's looking in the mirror. She's crying. She simply, the tears like get sucked up back into her tear mm. ducts. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just brings the house down. She does. No, I need to, f- I haven't found a bootleg of that I know. one yet. I've been on the hunt. So if you know one and you don't see Emma, I'm going to be mad. But no, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I feel that there were a lot of highlights of song, though. Like, they were all good. Like, People was really beautiful. Oh, People was so beautiful. Like, I'm the Greatest Star was really good. So good. And she's, like, moving around during that one. Yeah. And she just really And Who Are You Now? We talked about already, but that was beautiful as well. And it's funny because in our first Funny Girl episode, me and Juliana are, like, yeah, like funny girls a musical like just doesn't hold up just oh my god the the shift that we have gone through we like, were really sh- like ripping it apart we honestly. were the when when we did our first funny girl episode i feel like we said we have whiplash from this funny girl whole revival we were mm-hmm. like this is giving us whiplash like it continues to give us whiplash yeah because let me know like why we are we f- i've always been a stan of the movie yeah but i thought the show was so boring the first time we saw it i'm gonna be totally honest it really was and now we have like convert we're like we converted we've converted we're full-on we've been baptized yeah it's (laughs) the truth i don't know what to say the music is beautiful the music so good is and it's also i do feel that it's different from other golden ag musicals definitely and in I don't know I mean there are other golden age musicals that are good like that's not what I'm <laughs> saying all golden age musicals <laughs> just kidding. funny girls the only musical no um and there are a lot of problems with it still but it's just yeah. it just goes to show how this story relies so much on who's playing Fanny Bryce like it really does and that's what the biggest problem was the whole time yeah and it relies on the star it does and I think they got one you might laugh because every time I sign my name, I put a gold star after it, but it's a metaphor and metaphors are important. My gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. <laughs> and she was right. She was. Anyway. Um, okay. So this next p- 
point that we want to bring up wasn't even necessarily a question, but we've been seeing TikToks made about it. People are talking mm-hmm. about about it. There's a line <laughs> in Funny Girl, the musical. There is. Where Fanny Bryce says, I don't read many books. <laughs> yep. Which totally had no memory of that being a line. Me neither. But it really stood out. It did stand when out. And we heard Leah Michelle say it, and, which obviously and, I'm sure you know why. Yeah. Well, we could just say quickly, like there is, yeah. we won't get into it because we've talked about it on here before, but there is a conspiracy rumor joke meme on the internet that Leah Michelle cannot read. And it's very stupid and it's overplayed at this point and it's not funny. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, it's just not even funny because come up with something new at this point. Yeah, it's been around for a while. This- yeah, well, it came from a like a years ago. It was there was this podcast. Oh, it's giving it it's giving us it's it giving drama fiends. It's giving drama fiends starting a rumor. It is. It's giving drama fiends headcanon. <laughs> but this podcast made this conspiracy video, basically saying. It was a complete joke at the time, like basically saying that Leah Michelle never learned how to read because she was a child star and never went to real school, which is dumb because by the time she was in Lamas, she was eight and eight year olds know how to read. Yeah. And it's also dumb because one of the I don't even understand this. I don't want to get into this too much, but one of the reasons they give for why she can't read is that she didn't want to improv her lines on Glee, like in one scene that she had to do, like in Naya Rivera's book, she says that. She, she doesn't use her name, but it, she basically implies that Leah like threw a fit one time because this guest star wanted to like improv a scene with her instead of doing the lines as they were written and mm. Leah didn't want to. That's honestly giving me, I hate improv. <laughs> it gives me crippling anxiety. But what I don't understand is how is that proof at all that she doesn't know how to read? Like, I don't even get the connection. It would prove that she doesn't know how to think or speak. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, not read though. How does it prove that she can't read? No, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I, like, I don't get it. So people bring that up. But anyway. So it, she says this line in it, the show. Yeah. So this meme has resurfaced and she has this line in the show. She's talking to Nick and she's like, you're like a character in a book and I don't read so many books or something like that. Yeah, it's something the along The first lines. night that we were there was her opening night. There was like a, a tentative laughter. Yeah, it was very awkward. Yeah, like some people laughed. It was like, and then more people started laughing once they heard other people laughing, so they thought it was okay to laugh. And then some people probably had no idea what what was going yeah, on. Yeah, and then probably some, like, did I miss something? Yeah, and then some people, the old men on the Broadway, the old world, men from the Broadway World message boards were like, were like what, what? And then some people were like, "Stop laughing!" Like, so I feel like there was a mix. Yeah, I feel like I was amongst the confused. Yeah, I was like, should I laugh right now? No, I was like, wait, what? What? Why are they laughing? <laughs> oh, and yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, God. Like, when <laughs> she said that, I knew it was going to be a reaction. Yeah. But then, apparently, the next night, mm-hmm. because that night, so people were tweeting about that yeah. being part of the they show. They were like, so oh, then, they got to cut that out. <laughs> yeah. So then people saw that coming now, the next mm-hmm. night, I think. And then people were, people allegedly, we weren't at the next night. But no. People laughed like we're not openly. that deranged. apparently it got like a, applause and stuff. yeah 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 and people were even like Leah smirked at us when she said that line like she was in on it she like knew now mm-hmm. and I don't know like how what do you think about that like should they cut that line no 
I agree. I don't think they should cut it because that's stupid. That's going to make her look bad, honestly. Yeah. It's going to make Especially her look like she point. went and like cried to the I know. to the writers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, I, I have no. to say that. I, I think that's, that's what I you're referencing. That, that is. There was a tweet that was like, I think it was about that, right? Yeah, it was. It was like Leah Michelle that. begging the funny girl writers to cut that line or whatever. Like, they're dead. I'm they're like, long gone. Sweetie, this isn't Glee. Like, <laughs> she's not like crying to the writers of funny girl. Like, they're dead. Yeah so okay anyway but anyway if she even complained to anybody to cut that which i really don't think she no would, i don't think because so it is extremely unprofessional to do like to do that would be so yeah i don't think they so would. bad and at this point everybody knows that like if they were going to cut it they, they should have just know, done it, would be it. A thing yeah, yeah. like they should have just done it before anybody heard that um, line i mean i really think it's good for her to lean into it i know i think at this point it's like kind of funny that she can be in on it and like yeah and Especially because in the New York Times article, which we referenced in the last episode, mm-hmm. um, she she did make a comment about this rumor that she can't read. Um, and people were like, the way they reacted to that, they were kind of put off by it. And they were like, well, she didn't say she can't. Like, she, she didn't <laughs> confirm it or deny it. But I, I think that leaning into it, like, will yeah. maybe make it go well, away. I think people are like, because when that New York Times thing came out and she was like, she said it was like sad like she basically was kind of serious she was like it's sad that this rumor exists like mm-hmm. and people were like she should just laugh at herself like she should learn to take a joke yeah. and I, I feel that well the rumor like it's not even a rumor like it's obviously not true but yeah the like meme has been around since like year like since like i remember watching it when we were in college mm-hmm. like the first like video about it which i thought was kind of funny at the time but at the time i I remember she did address it she was and she laughed about it and she made a joke about it and there's a video of darren chris that was going around tiktok oh i i know the video that is like they're together and he's like guys i just want to confirm like that leah michelle cannot read or write (laughs) or speak or like whatever (laughs) he was like making a joke about it and she was there and laughing it's just gone on it's just gone on for so like i would be tired of it too yeah me too i'd be like come on guys yeah so i don't know but i think it's kind of funny now at this point that she's gonna be in on like i mean if that's true we we don't know we haven't seen no we haven't seen like video but um evidence of it it can become kind of like a a little joke yeah it's it's i think that'd be good like it would look good for her yeah all right another like topic of discussion that we wanted to address that has been that has come up is people are debating if they think there's going to be a cast recording now with like with the new cast with Mm -hmm. leah and i guess tova that would be like the thing like now they're gonna like screw jane lynch out of the cast recording too yeah but i've never ever i don't know maybe we're maybe we need to ask the broadway world message boards mm-hmm. this probably but i don't know has that ever happened i know where it's not the original cast it, they're called an original cast i know recording. i know i mean off the top of my head i can't think of one but maybe, maybe it's happened before the broadway world message boards but now we might have to ask but that i don't know it would be kind of crazy it would be a huge like f you to beanie it would be like if I if I were Beanie I would and be that upset. happened, I would be devastated. Yeah, me too. Because that never happens. But yeah. on the other hand, I do want would my ears enjoy a cast recording now? <laughs> yes, they would. What I could see that potentially maybe they do is like 
how six did I was just gonna say a that. live mm-hmm. recording I could see maybe they do that and then it's not as much of like we went to a studio and yeah and recorded this as our original cast recording not with the original cast well because the six one wasn't the in- is it the entire original cast I don't it's not I mean it it's is. the reopening cast like the American no no Okay. Oh, no, it's the American cast, but it's the like reopening after COVID. It was their first performance after COVID that okay. they recorded. So I don't know if that is with the original cast. Yeah, from I'm before not too COVID. sure. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't if know. If anybody was different. If anyone knows, like probably DMS, some people will probably Google it yeah. after this. But but I, could, I think that could be a way to do it. To get around it. Yeah. But the thing is like, yeah, it's a it would be a huge F you to Beanie. Like, I think it would be and I guess crazy. Jane and honestly, Jane Lynch too, because yeah. I would rather have Tova on the cast recording, but it would be, Definitely. I don't know if it would be worse. Like, it would be worse if they brought Be like Jane Lynch back. Oh the my God. They should then not did do it that. With Leah. Like, that's not going to happen. But it's like an F you to Beanie, but it's also just confusing because it's like the producers then are the ones that are like, doing the fu to beanie but yeah. you're the ones who cast her in the first place yeah it's just a whole it's a mess like, it's a mess i really don't understand why this wasn't the like it doesn't make sense to me that and it's i have to say like we were sitting near michael mayer and i was watching his reactions to mm-hmm. things like on purpose he was out here like smiling so hard yeah. like yeah i slayed this and i'm like but you kind of didn't you yeah you didn't this is like a second chance yeah so it's a weird situation at the end of the day yeah i mean after seeing it both times it is mind-boggling i left that theater like i don't understand why this wasn't the original cast i know even with tova like i'm not even talking about leah i'm not talking about fanny bryce i don't understand why i don't understand mrs bryce to begin with i have no clue because people like her i know there's no message board people are standing her (laughs) they are but even before Before this this. so i don't understand and jane lynch was so also just so miscast too like i don't i just don't see what was what the the vision was but i also feel that if this had been the original cast it wouldn't I think it would have gotten hype. Like I do think both Leah and Tova would have gotten Tony nominations. Definitely. But I don't know that it would have, it wouldn't have the hype it does now because now it has this whole narrative of like, and for Leah herself too, Mm -hmm. it's making it more of a, like of, of a moment for her because it's like, I'm, if she had just gotten this and just had it right away, I don't think people would be as on board and no, I think they now that she's wouldn't. coming in and it's like she gets this narrative behind her of like, I'm saving this mm-hmm. show is doing much more for her PR wise. Mm-hmm. It's Definitely. doing much more for the show right now, honestly. Like, I don't know that maybe it would have been a hit right away if this was the cast because it would have probably gotten better reviews. Yeah. It's like a scale. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it is hard to tell. There's like pros and cons, I think, to both right of those scenarios right do you think it was a part of like a plan all of this i have it's so hard no it is and i i really don't know but i don't just see coming. the whole like the whole picture i don't i can't see the whole picture like i need somebody to we need to tell all we need to tell all because to me it feels that 
somebody had this plan all along, but yes. not everybody. I agree. And it, and I don't want to say it was like, because a part of me want like thinks that there's this conspiracy that can be potentially like something that I don't know. There could be potentially like some some evidence to back this up but like when you really think about it and again we broke this whole timeline down already so we're not going to do it right now we're refraining so we're just going (laughs) to refer back to it so you have to go listen to it um but i just feel that the timing of like michael mayer who has known leah michelle since she was 14 who is the person who showed her funny girl does this revival doesn't cast her but then right as it's starting to be in rehearsal does the spring awakening reunion with leah which was imperative to like rebuilding her Her image and then she comes into this show in this huge way and it's like the biggest broadway story like that you know in so long but a part of me wants to say that there's some conspiracy with michael mayer and and this whole thing it's really hard to not think that i know the fact that he directed this and spring awakening yeah and then the fact like we talked about this again but the whole tonys yeah and the fact that funny girl didn't perform and then leah performs like (laughs) she announced <laughs> yeah she like was there in such she, a big way yeah and i also was gonna bring up something that we talked about but like the day that the funny girl reviews came out the negative reviews if if we can go back in time to that day which we already did in the first episode mm-hmm. about this so <laughs> i keep being like we're not gonna go back i know what we are but i just well, it's important say, and honestly realistically not everyone's gonna go back and listen. no <laughs> and so i just have to say that in that that same exact day that those reviews came out that story of leah and jonathan and the desk lamp and whatever came out and that started trending like crazy on twitter and i just don't think we can overlook that like pr tactic of like the day that that beanie's reviews came out like leah michelle's back on everybody's minds Mm -hmm. and like forcefully put there like I don't know. And she already was trending on Twitter that day because the reviews were coming out and they were bad and people were like, well, maybe they should have gone with Leah Michelle. Mm-hmm. And then that came out and it just became that whole day on Twitter. Yeah. Just And not that Twitter is real life, but it does like, I don't know, you can yeah, look at the trends like and see what people are talking about. Yeah. And the fact that that whole day ended up becoming about Leah Michelle showing Jonathan Groff her vagina with a desk lamp instead of anything about beanie and then people were like just talking about her so much i don't know like it's hard to to not think that there was this conspiracy like, yeah, going sort on of, like, relation no it really is and beanie was just so obviously miscast mm-hmm. that it's like how did somebody think that that was gonna work i really don't get it yeah but like a whole bunch of people must have been on board like there's right. multiple producers. I know. That's what's confusing. It's re- to me. It really is so weird. I feel like I kind of want to jump to what Jonathan Groff said okay. right now. Let's go for is it. Is that okay? Yeah. 
Okay, so we just want to bring up something that we saw that came out recently. It was Jonathan Groff interviewed. He was obviously there. We mm-hmm. talked about that in the other episode, but he became a Disney legend. He became a Disney legend. <laughs> and then was interviewed about Leah Michelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can we give this kid a break? I know. Um, so he's doing interviews at the Disney Legends um, Award Ceremony. <laughs> well, I don't know what he was at. <laughs> and they asked him, like, what it was like at her opening night. And he was like, he was so drama. He brought the drama. He brought the sure. drama. First, he said he talked about how she slayed. Mm-hmm, like he yes. used that word. Yeah. And then, and then he said he was like, "We really saw a girl become a woman before our eyes." <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> "She became Bernadette Peters in that moment, like a le- like a Broadway leading lady, mm-hmm. like legend." And you know what? I agree with every word. (laughs) Dare I say. I'm sorry. That was a loud laugh. But I do also agree. And we were just saying, and this is why I wanted to bring it up now, Mm -hmm. because this whole situation feels very like classic Broadway legend, Mm -hmm. like like Broadway queens, like Bernadette Peters, like Patti LuPone, like not even that, but even back further. But yeah. I think like that's, I don't know. And we were saying, we were like, this really is going to go down in Broadway history. 100%. How many other times did, has something like this happened where like somebody, for lack of a better word, flopped and somebody came in and like slayed the house like and turned a show like I don't know. And obviously, like, maybe it's too soon to say. And, like, yeah, Leah Michelle I mean, has COVID right now. So she's not say, even performing She's this literally week. performed three <laughs> shows and that's it. Um, but, but even just basing it on, because we've been looking at the ticket prices. Mm-hmm, we have. You know, we're just doing our research. We're curious. Yeah. And um, it's not because we want to go see it again 500 times. No, no. It has nothing to do with that. But even when you look at the ticket prices, you can't get a ticket for like less than a thousand dollars. You truly, it's so hard to get. It, they're like partial view if they're less than a thousand dollars, and so, even then, it's like six hundred dollars yeah. for so a even partial after, view. After three performances, like that, that's crazy. Yeah, like it will go down in history. And we were saying too, like I kind of like know what he's saying when he said she became Bernadette Peters because you're we saying it like mm-hmm. the performance she gave was like a mama rose level it was of like it felt performance. old school like yeah it really did it felt old school Broadway yeah and it felt it was just one of those performances that like I feel people are gonna talk about for years like mm, yeah like you talk about like like Bernadette and Gypsy yeah and I feel like it's giving that like it honestly was giving that and that's what this musical can do for people is like turn them into a yeah, legend I mean, we've, we've seen it before <laughs> yeah and it's like I don't know it's like I will I mean only time will tell if that really does happen but I and obviously Jonathan Groff is her best friend and yeah they, of course like, he's have gonna a, say that. they definitely have like a codependent like deranged bond <laughs> but like we we like I do like no I like I can, no I know what he means I can I can see what he means I mean I, I just said it before when I was talking about the last two songs in the show and how it was a performances by Leah that we had never seen anything like that before mm-hmm. like that just alone shows like mm-hmm. it, it did it really felt like she was turning into a woman I said it mature she brought the maturity it's true and I know what he's saying too like that because that's what Fanny does yeah. throughout the show is that journey from this like scrappy young girl to mm-hmm. this like 
this like heartbroken wounded woman yeah and mm-hmm. and it's Pulling like my side. <laughs> and it's i just feel that she brought all the like she hit all of all the all the, the beats yeah like beats, if you yes. will and and if you do that in this show like you can become a legend yeah. so well time will tell if leah michelle becomes yeah. I mean, a broadway we're, we're legend a for the ages but <laughs> But we're just basing it on what we saw again. The final kind of point that we have is people talking about the bootlegs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is just funny because there have been like five billion bootlegs Mm -hmm. of this. Like I've never seen before. Yeah. I'm like, it's giving like, I mean, back in the day, I feel like I saw bootlegs constantly on Tumblr of like newsies. But it's not. But, I'm like I never saw this many bootlegs but of it Beanie was or like Julie over the course of like the Newsies bootlegs. You yeah, saw yeah. over the course of like years. Yeah, no, this, this was, was one, one performance. Yeah, one night, and it was all over TikTok. Yeah, so people ha- were saying like the ushers were, were they like blind? Like what was going on with the ushers? Like mm-hmm. did they like? And I feel it's possible that they they didn't stop people from recording on purpose as yeah. like to get it out there. Cause it's good. It's good publicity for the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that until you wrote it on the outline. Yeah. Oh. And, um, wait, I'm laughing. You said was it on person <laughs> instead of purpose. I'm brain dead. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but I really do think that's a good point. Like, I they, don't know. Because I mean, it's possible like the spreading all over the place. Yeah. And it's also, I know people, it was a whole thing during the show too at intermission. People were tweeting everything. And then there mm-hmm. were so many tweets that were like, you know, the meme of the Sims. It's like the woman on the computer and her baby on the Sims is burning on the yeah. floor. <laughs> and she's like, not now, sweetie, mommy's um, like, and then people write in something. Yeah. And it's like, um, and people put in like, not now sweetie like mommy's reading all the funny girl intermission tweets (laughs) and it's like that was us yeah and it's like people were like waiting for the intermission tweets to come out it was like a thing like there was the broadway whatever that sat broadway satire Mm -hmm. site did um a a tweet that was like funny girl adds like second intermission (laughs) to give you all more time to tweet (laughs) (laughs) i kind of wish i know (laughs) i restored two intermissions i know um but that that was like so it was being talked about a lot on it was such a high internet yeah so it like of course people were recording and like more people were probably recording than some other shows that are out there but it was there are a lot of videos but i also think that and not not even videos but audio yeah which is easy to do which is not hard it's not hard to audio record something and you don't even have to take your phone out then so yeah i think that we brought up a lot of good points i feel really good about this i feel yeah, like i, feel I like got to air out my grievances stuff. yeah i feel like we we got some good points in right mm-hmm. now yeah because the last episode we recorded like right after we mm-hmm. had seen it so our brains were just like mush right and, like just spewing as we, we said were before. spewing truly um but we've had some days some time to think about what we had seen and let it really marinate in our brain yeah and i don't know i think we did a good job i think we got i think this time we really covered everything yeah i know i I think we're good 
I don't think you guys will have to hear another funny girl uh, podcast episode for a while. For a while. Until we go to closing. Yeah, until then. <laughs> I don't then know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we might talk about and, it again. Until they change the Tony's categories. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> JK. That's not happening. That's not happening. All right. All right. So um, we'll see you again soon with a something not about funny girl. Yeah, we'll keep it fresh for you guys, finally. Yeah, and we also have news network, like Drama Fiends news, that we didn't do because we were once again spewing. Mm-hmm so yeah there's been a lot of news there has been a lot lot it will be addressed don't worry Mm -hmm. just not until we get this out of our system yeah so so maybe maybe we got it out of our system hopefully i don't know (laughs) we didn't introduce ourselves in the beginning oh so (laughs) we just assumed you were coming from episode 10 to episode 10.5 yeah but if you weren't i'm fiona i'm juliana we are the drama fiends signing off signing off give us a follow give us a like give us a follow like um retweet yes dm us email us drama fiends at gmail.com we love an email (laughs) we do we love them all right okay great bye bye